Greetings and hallelujah, everyone. I hope everyone is doing well. Despite the news of COVID-19 pandemic all across the internet and the uh, news network, I humbly invite you, dear listener, to find strength, peace, trust, and most importantly, the truth from God Almighty Himself through the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him, and show him my salvation. Today's message comes from, it's just two verses from Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. God, who at sundry times, sundry meaning different, and divers manners, divers means diverse or various, Spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed, heir, H-E-I-R, of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. I'll read it again. God, who at sundry times, and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you as we prepare to hear your word at this hour. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and every listener across the internet so that we may gain knowledge of you 
receive wisdom and understanding of the truth, your truth. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, the title of this week's message is God Made His Son the Heir of All Things. H-E-I-R. Heir. Apostle Paul testified to Pastor Timothy a very important message about not being a shameful worker of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing the words contained in the Bible according to dispensation. So example, is the message to the people of Israel? Is it to the Jewish people? Or is it to the Christians? The Church of God? Or is it to Gentiles? You have to read it and you have to divide it correctly. Because you can't apply the law to modern time Christians or vice versa. In addition, when he wrote to the members of the Corinthian church, he reminded them that through many generations, there have been three different categories of people living together in the world. First uh, Corinthians chapter 10, verse 32, he said, Give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. God loves everyone in the world. He wants Jews and Gentiles who do not yet believe in Jesus Christ to know who he is and believe in him and also receive eternal life. When Jesus himself was in the world, in the flesh, he testified of himself, saying, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Everybody knows this, right? Famous word, John 3.16. Because of this, the words of God have been spoken to the Jews, some to the Gentiles, and some to the Church of God. The Church of God meaning Christian saints who believed in him and received salvation. In addition, there are words of salvation that have been given to people who have lived for generations over the past 6,000 years. The book of Hebrews, um, Hebrews is not written to the body of Christ, a local church, or Christians. It is written to Hebrews. Nothing is said in the entire book about the law being replaced. Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, is a transitional book, much like Matthew's and Acts, which takes you from the church age, which where we are living in right now, the age of grace, into the great tribulation, which is coming very soon. 
if you've never heard this, and you're a Christian, you might be following a different doctrine. This book also contains instructions and warnings to the descendants of Hebrew people, which would be the Jewish people in the Great Tribulation, how to receive salvation through faith plus works. That's not us, Christians, in this age of grace, the church age. That does not apply to us today. For us, it's faith alone. This is why, if, you're, if you've never heard this, and if you're getting confused, you need to check back, um, looking up at the our church website at WGMI.org, or searching for WGM Church over on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and look for different episodes containing the details. Over time, God has spoken through several prophets. For example... When he spoke to Abraham, when he was in the land of Babylon of Mesopotamia, God said this to Abraham in Genesis 12 verses 1 through 3, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Uh, note the difference between bless them that bless thee. So that's many people. And then God will curse even one person. That curseth Abraham. Minor details. Very interesting, right? Won't know if you don't read it. When he finally turned to be 75 years old, he left his hometown. God promised him that he would give him a son, but after many years he had not given him a son. And when he and his wife Sarah were not able to produce children because of their age, God appeared unto him and said, His descendants would be more than the stars in the sky. Upon hearing the word of God, Abraham denied himself and believed God. So God justified his faith as righteousness. So then when Abraham was 99 years old, God visited him again in human form this time and told him that he would have a son the next year and that his name is to be Isaac. The Holy Spirit made a testimony to Abraham's faith through Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 4 verses 18 through 24 who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith 
giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that when he had promised what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. But for us also to whom it shall be imputed. If we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Apostle Paul testified of the blessings of saved Christians who believe in Jesus Christ. In Galatians chapter 3 verses 6 through 9 he said, Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Apostle Paul testified that the children of God who have become descendants of Abraham by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ are led by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Even now, the Holy Spirit guides God's children according to the measure of their faith by giving the words to each of them from time to time. God guides his children, not by someone's prophecy, some vision, or something else, but by giving his words, as it is written in the Bible, step by step. However, he does not speak to them who do not have faith in the word of God. If you won't believe God himself, why would he talk to you? Seems fair enough for me. If Abraham had not left at the age of 75, according to God's word, he would not have spoken anymore. Also, if he did not believe what God said while showing him the stars in the sky, he would not have appeared to him at the age of 99 and given him the word of promise. Long ago, God spoke to the Israelites through prophets numerous times, but they did not listen to God's word. Not only that, they dis disobeyed him. So God never spoke to them anymore for over 400 years. Then, when the Creator himself, God, who was in the beginning as the word, appeared in the flesh to shed the light of truth on them. The Jews who were in darkness were suffering from various persecutions under the rule of the Roman Empire. However, Jesus came as a prophet for them and preached the kingdom of heaven that was near at hand. But they also did not listen to him and crucified their Jewish king, Jesus Christ. 
God will finally give them a last chance to repent and receive their Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, during the seven years of great tribulation, also known as Jacob's trouble, prophesied through the book of Daniel. Not only them, but all the Gentile nations who do not obey the gospel of Christ, the gospel which had been preached to all the Gentiles over the past 2,000 years. They shall be given the last chance of salvation during the Great Tribulation. Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. We read this earlier, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. Now the last days, as we read earlier here, means the days of the great tribulation before the Lord Jesus Christ returns as the King of kings and Lord of lords, who will take away the devil and establish his millennial kingdom. He will speak unto all non-believing Jews and the Gentiles one last time, so that they may receive salvation. The end time of the world began from the time when Jesus Christ died on the cross and resurrected. But the phrase, the last days, spoken here, is all the days from the Great Tribulation through the Millennial Kingdom of Christ. At the end of the Great Tribulation, the Lord Jesus Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, will cast the Antichrist and a false prophet into the lake of fire, and then throw Satan into the bottomless pit and seal it for a thousand years. And we see this in Revelation 19 and also Revelation chapter 20. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. We'll skip to chapter 20, verse 2, verse 2 and 3. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a, real, and set a seal upon him, and that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Eventually, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, will again inherit the earth that he created for himself and by himself. Of this day, King David testified in the Holy Spirit in Psalms, chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together 
against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Across the internet and news outlets for many years, leaders of the United Nations sure make it sound like they're going to make a new world in their own vision. Psalm chapter 2, Psalm 2 is directed right at them. When the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ comes back, the punishment is written all over Psalm 2. Obviously, the leaders of the United Nations don't understand this, let alone re read the Bible, let alone read Psalm 2, because this is right at their face. God will make the children of God to be the joint heir, H-E-I-R, once again, with Christ, for them inherit all things that God created. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so, be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Romans 8, verses 16 and 17. The Church of God, the joint heir with Christ, shall fill the whole universe with Christ and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him that filleth all in all Ephesians chapter 1 verses 22 and 23 Before we close out today's message, I want to ask you one thing. You know, we're hearing a lot of things about the vaccination and whatnot. But do you trust science? Do you trust yourself and your knowledge? Whatever that you may know. Or, do you trust God? Do you fully trust Him? Do you have faith in Him? Or do you have faith in the world? and the leaders. The Great Tribulation isn't designed for any Christians. Christians, the body of Christ, will be raptured out of here before that happens. If you're not on God's side, if you do not have Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, you will be left behind. 
I don't want any friends of mine to be left behind or family members. This message will be going out across the internet once it's done recording. Just as every other week's. The day of salvation is today. There is no guarantee for tomorrow. Because during great tribulation of... It's seven years long to begin with. And it's not a walk in the park. You know, God has never designed any of us to go through the seven-year tribulation. He gave us 2,000 years plus to believe in His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. 2,000 years. Yeah, we haven't lived 2,000 years. I've been here for only 40 plus years. No matter how old you are, everybody has a chance today to receive salvation through faith alone. So, I ask you once again, have you been saved? Have you received Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Everyone born here on earth, the natural human birth, is a sinner according to the Bible. In Romans 3 verses 23 and 24 it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. In Gospel according to Mark, chapter 7, verses 20 and 20 through 23, that contains all the sin within a man. If you're not a believer, ask yourself this, do you have these sins? I'm about to read it. And he said that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. So then what is the gospel of Christ? Well, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four four verses, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. May I remind you once more, we are still in the church age, the age of grace, where we are saved through faith alone, not works. It is solely faith. If we turn to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, um, salvation is a gift. It's not something that you can buy or work for. Everyone gets it equally. Whether you're murderer, convict, 
a thief, it doesn't matter. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. So now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, need to confess and believe the gospel. According to Romans 10 verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth, believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Uh, the crucifixion scene in uh, up in Calvary, when Jesus was crucified, he had two thieves, one on his left and one on his right. One said, one actually mocked him and said, if you're Christ, why don't you save yourself and save us from this? And the other confessed his sin and he called him Lord. Remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And then Jesus said to him, Verily I say unto thee, to Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. So even a thief recognized Jesus as Lord and called him Lord. Help me. Save me. Will you receive him today? But you must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. I'll lead off, and then you can follow along. Pause and repeat along the way if you need to. So, here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Thank you for your time. Uh, if today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you, dear friend. And do please share today's message among your friends and family members who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Also, please read your Bible daily and get to know God and be intimate with Him. Episodes such as today's, you may need to hear them more than once, perhaps twice or more. Because faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, let us pray. Father God, thank you for uh, giving us your word. May only your word of truth remain in each and everyone's heart. And none of my thoughts. Let only the word of truth 
the truth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ remain in their hearts forever and ever. And all those who have received you, Lord, today at this hour, to have you in their hearts as Lord and Savior, please bless and sanctify each and every one of them and guide them in your truth. Be with them as they read their Bible, as they try to be uh, intimate with you. Be intimate with them and show them your love, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you, Lord, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at WGMI.org. More episodes can be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by searching WGM Church in the search field.